0: Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly.
1: Hi, friends. Connie Albers here. I'm delighted to be part of the Homeschool Boldly podcast with Ashley and Kay. Homeschool Boldly is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine, the magazine that makes you feel good, not guilty. As a contributing columnist, I get to focus on building and strengthening relationships throughout your homeschool journey. Today, we're going to talk about the art of listening. After working with teens and college kids and raising my own five children, The common phrase I always heard was, my parents don't listen. Four words. My parents don't listen. That was the number one response given by children whenever they were asked about why they didn't tell their parents if they had gotten in trouble or they felt afraid or they had had a big dream they wanted to share or maybe an insecurity about something that had happened. Well, it's interesting because listening is not just one way. There are many types of listening. There's listening to fix, listening to instruct, listening to correct, and listening to learn. As you might imagine, listening to learn is the most effective way to get your kids to talk about things that are important to them, struggles, challenges, dreams, and fears. But what does that actually look like when you are busy and your to-do list barely fits on it? Eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. That's hard to do, isn't it? Sometimes we get in the habit of listening to fix, listening to instruct, and listening to correct. But all of those involve us talking at our kids. And really, we want to talk with our kids, to our children. We don't want to talk at them. And if you're like my kids— They don't want to be talked at, and I certainly don't want to be talked at. I want to talk with someone. I want to have a conversation. I want to be able to share. So in our time together, I want to share with you the importance of listening to learn. You know, it is an essential skill, and that's exactly what it is. It's a skill, and it helps us better understand the world around us. It helps us build meaningful relationships with those that we love so dearly. But like a skill, it takes practice, and we can't take it for granted. And mastering it actually can have a profound impact on the relationships of the lives that you love so dearly. When we listen to learn, we become more aware of our environment and the children in our home. We are able to pick up on those subtle cues in conversations and body language, which can help us respond more effectively and make better decisions we can also gain valuable insights into how your child thinks feels and processes their world which helps us develop empathy and understanding for them now parents often ask me what does listening to learn actually mean well first i think it's important for us to understand listening to learn takes practice because it's an active skill it takes An intentional effort to focus on the person that's right in front of you and the words that they're saying. Active listening involves being fully present in the moment and paying attention to what's being said without judgment or an agenda. Those are critical components to learning to listen. And it also requires reading the body language. I want you to note something here. I talk about reading the body language the tone of voice, the social cues, because those actually tell us more of the story of what's stirring in the heart of our kids. But what can you do to improve your listening skills? Well, first, choose to listen, or not. If you cannot listen, but you really want to hear what your children have to say, just look them in the eyes and and tell them, I have to finish this note, I have to finish this email, I have to finish prepping dinner or finish a conversation, and could I talk to you, maybe give me five minutes, ten minutes? And here's my encouragement to you. If you say five or ten minutes, make it five or ten minutes. Because what that communicates to your children is that they matter. They have worth. What they want to share with you, you want to hear, and you want to make space for that. And the next point is find a good space. Choose a place that you can talk without distractions. Those devices that are always in our hands or in our pockets, make sure those are put away. A buzz, a timer, a text, an important phone call can disrupt us. And when that disruption happens, it can actually make our children feel like they are less important. When in actuality, they are the most important. Next, you want to clear your mind. If you need to, because maybe it's going to be a hard conversation, take a few deep breaths before you talk. If your child has said something to you and they do need a response or they're asking you for a response and you're not quite sure what to say, that's a great time to take a breath and just think for a moment. That momentary pause can give you an opportunity to carefully consider the first few words that are going to come out of your mouth so that those words aren't to fix, to correct, or to judge, but they really are to show empathy and compassion. Next, don't react in the moment. I know this is hard, but make sure you give an appropriate feedback while someone is talking, one of your children or all of your children so that you can focus on understanding them clearly. And when I said listening without judgment or agendas, I want you to have an open mind when you're listening to them. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't try to steer the conversation in a certain direction based on what you think your child is going to say. Allow them the opportunity to express where they want to take the conversation. That will be key. And your children changing the phrase from, my parents don't listen, to, I can always go to my parents. And next, we want to be empathetic. Put yourself in your child's shoes. I know that's hard because we're not children anymore. As we grow, we put away childish things, but our children are still children, and they still view the world in a very different way than you and I do. So be empathetic. Try to see from their perspective, even if you don't initially agree. And lastly, on this part, make sure that the monitors are off, the televisions are off, or at least you're not in the same room with them. Again, that creates a distraction. It makes you want to check or scroll or answer a quick call, and really, we're devaluing the person, the child, that's right in front of us. So what does this actually look like? Well, if you're having a conversation with one of your children at home, make sure that everybody has an equal opportunity to share what their thoughts and feelings are about a matter. Make eye contact with them. And again, suspend judgment. Kids don't always articulate perfectly the first go-round. They need practice as well. So it's good for you to say, did you say, or I heard you say, Or let me make sure I understood what you were saying. All of those statements invite a child to practice their communication skills. And practically, when you're paying attention, become a sleuth of observing their body language. That little tone of voice. The way they go up on an ending phrase or they say something a little sarcastic Sometimes our children say things because they fear our reaction or they already know what we think, how we feel. They already know our family values, but we want to make sure that they feel heard and respected because whether your child says it or not, they want to feel seen and heard. We all do. So as we close this edition of Homeschool Boldly with listening skills, I just want to remind you. Listen carefully when someone speaks. Take notes if you have to. Ask questions that shows interest in what they're telling you. Get them to tell you more. If they're excited, be excited with them. If they're sad, show empathy and compassion and understanding. And it's okay to reflect back what you think you've heard so that they get a chance to be better at communicating. I hope this helps you in building your relationship with your children regardless of the age, so that your children talk to you. They bring their fears and concerns to you. And don't forget, go and homeschool boldly. You've got this
0: because he's got you. This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement— you won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.